The Small Business Rundown is the official podcast of the National Federation of Independent Business, the member-driven voice of small business. NFIB and our members advocate to keep America's small businesses strong and independent in Washington, D.C., all 50 states, and the nation's courts. We had 150 NFIB members, true small business owners who represent our members nationwide, in town. They conducted 135 meetings. They were representing over 30 states, uh, meeting with both senators and members of Congress. Welcome to the Small Business Rundown, your place for information on independent businesses' victories and challenges in Washington, D.C. and state capitals. I'm Adam Temple, NFIB Senior Vice President of Advocacy. Today, we'll be talking about NFIB's fly-in, which took place June 12th through 14th. To dig into this event a little more, NFIB President Brad Close and Vice President of Federal Government Relations Kevin Kuhlman will join us. We'll hear, too, from several small business owners who came to D.C. for the fly-in. Brad and Kevin, it's good to have you back. Thank you. Good to be here. Brad, can you start by explaining a little bit more? We toss the term fly-in around a lot here in Washington, but it may not make sense for a lot of folks that are listening. What is a fly-in, and and why, why do we host one? Why is it important? Yeah, so it is exactly what it sounds like, our members fly into Washington, D.C. to spend a couple days primarily to talk to their legislators and tell them their stories. NFIB is uh, a a nationwide organization, so we do these fly-ins in uh, our state capitals, but every year we do one in Washington, D.C., and it's a great opportunity for small business owners to come out and make sure that their congressman, their senator, hears directly from a constituent what matters most to small business. Yeah, it makes sense. Thank you. And to zoom out a little bit more, what is the current economic climate like for small businesses? And and more importantly, what were they asking Congress to do about it? Yeah, well, I I think it's challenging right now. Small business owners by nature are optimists. They're always the the glass half full type of people. But Mm. it has been challenging coming out of uh, COVID. And the one thing that they want to make sure that their government doesn't do is make it harder and more challenging. And so a lot of what small business owners were talking about uh, up on Capitol Hill was exactly that. Please stop making it harder for me to do business, making it harder for me to to employ people and create jobs. So they focused on issues that really are front and center to their business today. And Kevin, do you want to expand on the issues that, that they discussed last week? Yeah, business owners came to D.C. to talk about uh, some of the issues that are most important for their business, uh, including uh, legislation known as the Main Street Tax Certainty Act and the Credit Card Competition Act. The Main Street Tax Certainty Act would make permanent the 20% small business deduction that was created in the 2017 tax law. This deduction is extremely valuable for the three-quarters of small businesses organized as pass-throughs, those S-corporations, LLCs, sole proprietorships, or partnerships, and has a looming expiration date of December 31st, 2025. And that expiration date is taking its toll. According to some of NFIB surveys, about half of small business owners are dialing back their business investments as a result of that expiration date, and that will increase as the years progress. So just getting members of Congress and senators to focus on the importance of that deduction and making it permanent to reduce that uncertainty and allow small businesses to confidently invest in their employees and their businesses. The second bill I mentioned was the Credit Card Competition Act. This legislation would require some competition in a current uncompetitive credit card processing market. Interchange fees, also known as swipe fees, have doubled over the past 10 years. 
And for many small business owners, especially the members who attended last week, they talked about how this is a top cost for their businesses, ranking up there with payroll or rent or utilities, uh, a, a significant burden that's been really inflationary over the past five to 10 years. Thanks. That makes sense. So, Brad, just following up on something Kevin said regarding the expiration of the um, 199A 20% deduction for small businesses, that component of the tax bill, how is that different than some of the other components that were, that were made permanent? Well, the provision itself, the small business deduction of 20%, was created to provide more of a level playing field for small businesses that are organized as pass-throughs. And that's a business that their income flows through, passes through their personal income taxes first before they can reinvest it in their business. And that's about 75 to 80, 85% of small businesses, depending on the year. So it gave them a little bit more parity when it comes to competition against their large corporate competitors in Wall Street because those businesses got a 21% corporate tax rate and it was made permanent. So Congress, in its wisdom, made theirs permanent, but for small business owners, it expires at the end of 2025. And this is a key deduction that has helped a lot of small businesses not only create jobs and grow their business, but also uh, weather the storm of COVID. And as Kevin mentioned, with the expiration, that's going to basically result in a tax hike on small businesses, so to speak, at least from their perspective. It's going to be money that they were able to keep and invest that now they'll be paying to the government unless we do something about it. So, Kevin, you mentioned uh, the two issues. Can you help us understand the process where NFIB selects the issues to focus on? So uh, NFIB is a grassroots organization of small Mm -hmm. business owners. We don't take our positions here in Washington, D.C. and dictate them to our nearly 300,000 members nationwide. Instead, at the federal level, we ballot our members twice a year on timely and hot-button issues and ask them how they would like us to be positioned on that issue. It is our federal ballot process. It's been around for 80 years, just as NFIB has. It's one member, one vote. So on these two bills, whether it's the Main Street Tax Certainty Act to make the 20% deduction permanent or the Credit Card Competition Act to insert some competition into an uncompetitive market, we asked our members what position we should take. We gave them uh, background arguments, proponents' arguments, and opponents' arguments and said, what should NFIB at the federal government relations Uh, How should we engage in this issue? And on both of these, we had over 90% support on taking a position. It was around 91% to make that 2017 small business deduction permanent. It was 92% for the in support of the Credit Card Competition Act. So we took our orders from our members and, and we executed it because they were so high in that member ballot. That is why we prioritize those two particular issues. All right. Thank you. Um, back to the fly-in, can you give us some highlights uh, from this year's event from your perspective? The fly-in really was uh, the highlight of my year thus far. We had 150 NFIB members, true small business owners who represent our members nationwide, in town. They conducted 135 meetings. They were representing over 30 states, uh, meeting with both senators and members of Congress. There were lots of highlights. We had some great speakers from the Speaker of the House to the House Majority Leader uh, to some political uh, prognosticators providing updates and members of Congress who were NFIB members. But the highlight for me was for the first time this year, we hosted uh, networking sessions with booths uh, for NFIB's Leadership Trust, our political department, our state government relations department, federal government relations, grassroots, small business legal center, and NFIB research center. And we received tremendous positive feedback from attendees, including one member who said, I had no idea NFIB was doing so much for us. Just that positive reinforcement and seeing members interact with 
both NFIB and each other, uh, getting some great conversations going, I thought was a great value add to this year's fly-in that was new. Yeah, that's outstanding. Brad, did anything jump out at you from the fly-in? Uh, I think the excitement uh, of the members to get up on Capitol Hill. Uh, you know, we had members who have done fly-ins before, mm-hmm. uh, but we had a lot of members who had never been to one before. And so this was new to them and exciting as well. It's hard for a small business owner to take two or three days away from their business. They've right. got to fly out to Washington. Not everybody can do that. A lot of small business owners can't. But for those who can, they really, really enjoyed the opportunity. And for a lot of them, they had not met their legislator directly before. And to be sitting in their office in Washington, D.C., around a table in a small office and discussing the issues that mattered most, uh, that was a big day and really important. In Washington, uh, here in D.C., uh, lobbyists are a dime a dozen. They're everywhere. But actual small business owners that create jobs and grow the economy, very rare. Uh, and legislators really st- stood up and took notice when they came. That's great. That's wonderful. Um, obviously, Kevin, these are not issues that are a one-week push. This is an ongoing push throughout the rest of the year. So for small business owners or folks that support small businesses um, who are interested in helping uh, advocacy efforts on the Credit Card Competition Act and or the Main Street Tax Certainty Act, what, what can they do? Small business owners can find out more information on those key issues at nfib.com slash flyinissues. They can also take time to personalize action alerts at that website and correspond with their members of Congress. And that personalization is really key, sharing their stories with their legislators about how these proposals or other laws or uh, bills would impact their businesses positively or negatively. As we look forward to future interactions, the August district or state work period is also a a key time for small business owners to interact with their members of Congress and senators. They could uh, attend a meeting hosted by those members of Congress or senators. They could invite them to their business to have them learn more about how these policies would impact their businesses. Uh, So there are plenty of opportunities to share their stories on key bills like the Credit Card Competition Act or the Main Street Tax Certainty Act or other current laws regulations or proposals that really do impact the small business economy. We'll include information on both of those issues as well as what folks can do in the August recess in today's show notes. During the fly-in, we were able to interview several of our members to get their thoughts about the fly-in, why they decided to attend, and here's what some of them had to say. We are many folks from different parts of the country with many different businesses and different types of businesses, whether it be products or services. And I think it's very important that we speak with a unified voice and this um, fly-ins give us the opportunity and the ability to do that. I got to go to um, a couple of great talks this morning. It's so much different seeing Congress in person than it is from back home. And even even, uh, tomorrow where I'll be meeting with people from the Montana delegation who I certainly could meet at home. I think it's a whole different message that, that we've made the effort to leave our work and our responsibilities and come here and speak about what's important to us. Uh, our representatives need to hear our stories. They need to hear from us and, and be able to get a one-to-one look at, at the challenges that we face. And we need to be there to deliver that story because we're the ones who live it. We're the ones that can deliver that message on a very one-to-one basis. Attending the NFIB fly-ins, it's absolutely critical. And here's why. You not only receive information from NFIB on legislation, but moreover, these very legislators that legislate for us and they make decisions that support us. 
we actually have the opportunity to meet them and to talk to them and to share with them what's important for us and why we're able to tell our stories and what ha in the in the real world you know not their world but in our world in the real world world we get to tell them what happens if that tax increase happens we get to tell them what happens to our staff and their families and as a result the people that they engage with in the community in addition to that the importance of the fly-ins is that you not only get to meet legislators that make big decisions in your lives but you get to meet other business owners that are successful and you have the opportunity to network so the importance of that is this every business owner should be looking at a best practices policy for their business and by interacting with all of these other business owners you glean little bits of knowledge and things that really genuinely help you and what you hopefully end up with are thought-provoking things that that contribute to your own best practices document that helps you run your business the very best way that you possibly can. I, I will tell you personally that that's happened for me where I've interacted with other business owners. It's one of the things that got me through PPP and through COVID um, because I gleaned, I listened to other members and what they were doing and thought about my own operation and what to do and how to apply that. I feel it's critical to attend fly-ins in the small business days. If you're not engaging, then it's hard for them to recognize the phone call or the email when it comes across their desk. And this way it sort of helps us to create that bond so that they know that what we're doing, we're here for a day or two, but then we're going back working for the good of what we're trying to do for the community on our employees. Brad, Kevin, we appreciate your time today. Before we go, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Yes, I hope I hope the listeners got a good uh, a good feel for what a flying in DC entails and what it can do. Uh, it, it it's a great way for small business owners to tell their own personal stories about how they started their business, what's most important to them, the jobs they create, their communities. Um, but even beyond that, um, you know. When you look at groups out there, you know, we are very unique in the trade association world in that we are truly member-driven. It's NFIB members who set our policies. We don't sit around a table in Washington, D.C. or the state capitals and decide what we think is best for small business. Our small business owner members tell us, and then we go fight for them, and it's very unique. So the fly-in gives us a great chance to do that. Kevin talked about some terrific issues our members are really concerned about, that small business deduction and the Credit Card Competition Act. If you're curious about the small business deduction and you're not sure if it's helped your business, go talk to your uh, accountant or go look at your returns and look at your line 13 from last year and see. And that number on there, that's your deduction. That's what will go away at the end of 2025. It's a good way to look at it. Kevin, anything before we wrap? No, it was one of the most productive federal government relations advocacy weeks we have in the entire year. We will uh, have follow-up opportunities with all the great advocates who came and visited this week, uh, basically through the rest of the year. And it, it was such a success that we know we're going to do it again next year. Next next year, June 10th through 12th of 2024, we're going to do it all over again. We're going to think of ways we can even improve it, make it better, and continue to be the voice of small business, uh, pushing for back against policies that are problematic for the small business economy and in favor of those that will provide certainty and provide a, a better small business economic environment here from Washington, D.C. All right. So mark your calendars. We'll see you next year. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us on today's Small Business Rundown. 
We'll be back every two weeks bringing you news and analysis from Washington, D.C. and state capitals so that you, whether you're a small business owner or a supporter of one, can continue to blaze a trail. The Small Business Rundown is brought to you by NFIB, the voice of small business. You can find us at NFIB.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.